Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Just a kid from the neighborhood, we're our kids from the neighborhood. Take me back to 9 to 6, I fall asleep with the radio on. Turn my pillow to the fresh side, I fall asleep all oh, sleepy eye. I don't dream big, just the right size. Modesty comes from mom's side. You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight and mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless. Bye week is over. It is playoff season. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Dan Russo Show right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and as always, joined by the head coach of Violent High School Football, Dan Russo. Coach, a 4-4 uh, a four and four regular season in the books. Now we get set for essentially season number two. It's playoff time. How you doing? Doing well, thanks. How about you? Good. Bye week has uh, come and gone. And I'm sure that did you guys a lot of good. Uh, you know, how's everybody feeling uh, post bye week now as you guys get set to take on your opponent, being Southern Regional uh, this Friday night? Yeah, we had a good uh, bye week. Got a couple days into practice, and um, you know we had the full week this week. And uh, the kids looked great. Had a great week of practice. Uh, you know, they got fresh legs, and everybody's healthy. And you know, we're looking forward to uh, taking the trip to Manahawkin tomorrow. Now we took the uh, the bye week off of the podcast as well, so recapping that final regular season game, uh, a bit of a nail-biter, a 14-13 win over Washington Township. Um, you know, take me through that game. Obviously there were some points left out on the field, um, but you guys come away with a big win that was much needed, and, uh, you know, I think that was a way to kind of fix some some kinks in the machine going into the bye week knowing that you know there were some plays out there that could have been had and that was some things you guys could focus on um you know what was kind of the message to the team following the game uh against <clears throat> against Washington Township to kind of get things back on track to where you guys kind of expected to be as a coaching staff yeah they gave us you know a tough game it was their homecoming there must have been four or five thousand people it was there it was packed and um you know they were all hyped up uh Obviously, it's their homecoming. They want to win, so that you know they gave us you know a real good game. It was very competitive. You know, like you said, we uh, didn't capitalize on a few plays that could have helped, and uh, you know went down to the wire. And uh, fortunately for us, the defense came up big and uh, stopped that two-point conversion. They went for two, as you know, and uh, you know Jonathan Tony stayed home. It was a trick play, and. Uh, some sort of rendition of the Philly special from yeah. you know my vantage point. I was like, are they really trying to do this yeah. right now? And uh, Jonathan Tony again, his name comes up again. He's been dynamic. Yeah, I was kind of in shock that they did that, but hey, that's that was the coach's decision. You know, I, I'm a little more conservative. You won't see me doing that, especially <laughs> if I could tie the game and go into overtime. But that's that was his decision. But um, 
you know, worked out for us. So, like you said, we finished up, you know, four and four, and um, we won the th three of our last four. And the one game that we lost against, you know, St. Joe's, I thought we played them pretty tough. Um, a couple breaks here and there, and we possibly could have won that one too. But uh, we've made some changes, and um, I think they're helping. I know they're helping us, and, uh, you know, I feel like we're peaking at the right time. Yeah, and that's one thing. Uh, we talked about the last couple weeks is this team getting, you know, hitting their stride and going on the up and up when it matters. You know, you don't want to peak too early and you obviously don't want to fall short of that peak. And right now, like you said, three out of four is huge. And you played St. Joe extremely tough um, in a what could have been a winnable game. But you look at it now, you head into the playoffs after that final week bye week, which I think the way you guys kind of schedule that is huge. You talk about it being a, a first round bye in the playoffs, essentially. And uh, I think that's a positive mental outlook for it, too, for the team, for the coaching staff to kind of just get right and prepare for the playoffs, which is essentially another season for you guys, because you got to take it one game at a time. Otherwise, your season's over. Yeah, exactly. It helped us last year in our first playoff win, you know, and um, hopefully helps us again this year. Um, like I said, kids have been well rested. You know, they got fresh legs and we've had a great week of practice. So, you know, we're prepared um for this test and uh i feel like we're battle tested with some of the teams we played we've played some of the best teams in the state and uh hopefully it'll help us in the playoffs definitely and uh you know last year you guys got your first taste of success in the playoffs get that first win in school history in the postseason how big you know is that to know that there are guys on this team that were here last year that got that experience got you know that taste of what it's like to to win in the playoffs, what it takes to win in the playoffs, to kind of trickle down to the guys that potentially weren't here last year, are new to the team, or, you know, they just are hungry for more. Yeah, you know, the experience definitely helps, and they have the right mindset. Um, obviously, when you play sports, there's a lot of ups and downs, and uh, these kids, you know, they're even keel, and they know to uh, – just keep fighting till the end. That's why you play four quarters, and uh, they're very resilient. So, you know, yeah, it definitely helps. Um, you know, it felt real good last year getting that, you know, taste of what it feels like to get a playoff win. But, you know, we're going to try to pick it up this year and do better. Obviously, you want to, you know, see the most possible success from this team. Uh, your quarterback, Tyreen Powell, was the quarterback in the playoffs last year. For him to have that experience – from the quarterback position, in your eyes, how big is that as a benefit to you guys, knowing that he quarterbacked the team in two playoff games last year, quarterbacked them to a win, and now you also have a healthy, uh, you know, Ryan on the field playing tight end. You have his body out there where last year you guys were without Ryan due to injury. How big is that to have both Shelton and Tyreem on the field just from an athletic standpoint and then just for Tyreem to know mentally as a quarterback he knows what it takes to win in the playoffs and he can lead this team you know to the best capability that he can you know doubt he's uh like we all know he's a big time player you know he's gonna be playing at the next level and uh you know they have a lot of experience you know as far as uh Tyreem you know Ryan Conrad and and Nazir they played um youth football together so um they have good uh, chemistry with each other and you know, the captains of the team are doing a good job. And the senior class has not missed the playoffs in their four years of high school, too. Yeah. And I think that's a huge benefit, you know, just from a, a leadership standpoint to get this team ready for guys that 
are just getting their first taste of, you know, playoff uh, football with Vineland High School or just, you know, trickling down the the years that it takes, you know, to, to just get to the playoffs alone and then to have the experience of four straight years of playoff berths for those guys. I think that's a big asset in your favor. Yeah, no doubt. Um, like, like you mentioned and, you know, I had mentioned to the kids after, you know, Washington Township because I figured we're definitely in at that point. This, the senior class has made the playoffs every year. They've played at Vineland and uh, four years in a row, and it's, you know, it's a um, great accomplishment. And, uh, you know, like I said, we just want to keep uh, working hard, and hopefully this year will be even better. And then for you guys as a coaching staff to know that it's been four straight years uh, of a playoff berth for you guys, to just see the progress that you've been able to make from year one now to year seven for you as the head coach of this team, you know, what have you seen in terms of progress to make sure that this Violent High School program is a perennial playoff contender year in and year out? Yeah, you know, the biggest thing is um, we just want to make sure we're always competitive and doing the best we can to get the team ready and, you know, have some respect in the football world and throughout the state. And, uh, you know, people don't circle us on the counter as an easy win anymore. And, you know, like you mentioned, i got a terrific staff and, awesome kids and you know it's coming together and we have you know a lot of support throughout the town so we're just going to keep you know working and um hopefully good things will continue to happen for us now watching this team all season long i think i can flat out say this year's defense leaps and bounds better than last year in terms of just consistency especially in these last four games just seeing what they've been able to do uh most importantly that front that defensive line is a bunch of nasty Nasty yeah. boys. Um, you know, knowing that they're coming in and they have been on this, you know, kind of high rise as a, a defensive unit, how big is, uh, you know, the defensive game plan going into this game against Southern going to be for you guys to just make sure that, uh, you know, the scheme stays right and that you guys continue to, uh, you know, bring heat, bring pressure, and make that quarterback from Southern feel extremely uncomfortable even at his home field? Yeah, you know, the, the kids are coming together. We got, you know, some new kids in there. Uh, we changed up midseason, and uh, they've worked hard, and they're doing a nice job. Like I mentioned to you, first four games, we had a couple linemen going both ways. It wasn't really working for us. Our, you know, second-half play wasn't where it needed to be. So, you know, we made some changes, and it's been for the better, and defense has played very well. You know, the second half of the season, it got better with some of those changes we made. And, uh, you know... Each week they're getting more comfortable with um, some of the defensive calls and Coach Smith and Coach Guzman, you know, doing an excellent job, and uh, they're going to keep getting better. Now, dissecting this film from this Southern team this week, what are some things that uh, you've been able to pick up that they do either really well that you're going to have to really kind of key in on or some things that you think, uh, you know, your defense and your offense can uh, find some success against them? Well, yeah, you know, they're – um, fundamentally sound they're very well coached you know coach Dunahoo is one of the best coaches in the history of the state of New Jersey the guy's unbelievable have all the respect in the world for him um, so he's going to get his team ready and uh, we're expecting a you know tough game you know they've got some pretty big strong guys and some decent speed and you know, they run a nice offense. They're consistent on defense. They uh, run three different defenses, three-man front, four-man front, five-man front. They try to mix things up and confuse you. That's a type of, uh, 
you know, kids they have that can process those things. And he's, um, you know, getting as most out of those kids as he can, but he's, they're going to be very well coached. They're going to, they're going to have all different types of uh, looks coming at you. So we got to, I feel like our kids, you know, are prepared and they were able to process all the stuff that I'm talking to you about. And they understand that they're going to come at us with some different fronts and try to confuse us. And, uh, we just got to stay the course and, Everybody's got to uh, know their role and uh, do their job. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can come out with a win. Now, uh, you bring up them having, you know, these multiple fronts. How much of an emphasis has been placed on this offensive line to really, you know, take their game to the next level in this in this matchup, knowing that there's going to be, you know, different schemes thrown at them throughout this game that is going to change a lot of the ways that they're going to have to block and protect for Tyreem, you know, open lanes for the running game and everything to, you know, make sure that you guys are successful when you're on offense. Yeah, Coach Volpe, you know, Coach Shifalalio and Coach Heck, you know, all week, you know, have been um, working extremely hard to organize all the different fronts as far as um, getting a scout team ready and showing them, you know, live and also, you know, breaking it down on film and on our huddle. Um software that we have at the school so the kids have all of it broken down um, as far as seeing it visually on you know uh, their technology as far as like iPads or computers those kind of things as far as seeing it on video and then we did a live form in person so you know we've they've worked extremely hard to make sure our kids are prepared and I feel that they are I mean they did a fabulous job we had some extra time this week we had some days off from school so it was kind of cool this week to be full-time football coaches. That's always got to be fun to kind of just, yeah. you know, dive deep into the film, dive deep into the playbook, and uh, really prepare because you need to be at your, your top-notch game when it comes to the playoffs. And to have, you know, that week of school off pretty much had to be a huge help for you guys as well, kind of game planning this one. Yeah, no doubt. The um, staff had extra time to do you know, some things as far as preparation and the kids, you know, had some extra time to rest. So in addition to the bye week, then you have a few days off um, from school. So, you know, they, they feel they feel good and they look good. And uh, I feel like we'll be uh, ready to go for tomorrow. Now we talked about how last year you guys won the first uh, playoff game in school history. That game was at home. This game, uh, you know, Friday night, you guys hit the road, a 4v5 seed, um, you know, we talk about the, the home road advantage a lot throughout the season. Uh, it's about an hour drive for you guys. How does that kind of play into just the mental preparation, getting ready, you know, to be on a bus and, you know, going into, you know, a playoff environment, wherever you go, it's going to be somewhat hostile. So to prepare mentally for that, what kind of went into the preparation there for you guys? Yeah, our kids are, you know, they're used to playing a tough environment, um, Against like we talked about Washington Township, you got four or five thousand people screaming for the you know other team, and um, our kids handled that pretty well. They hung in there, and uh, you know we were down and um, fought back, and were able to pull that one out. But um, you know it's not always the worst thing in the world to play on the road. Some of the distractions you have at home, you know, aren't there. So um, I think we'll be fine. Do you prefer playing on the road in these type of environments just from a coaching standpoint to know that, you know, you're in a sense a quote-unquote underdog knowing that you're the road team, but going into it, you, you want to go in there and just prove everybody wrong? Yeah, to, to be up front with you, it doesn't 
really matter to me, you know, home or away. I, I feel like we play, you know, good either way. You know, I feel like we're fine. And personally to me, you know, football's football. You know, you get inside that gridiron and you just battle it out and it's all good. Now, I personally don't know, but from your perspective of everything being with this team for the last seven seasons, do you guys have any familiarity with this Southern Regional kind of program? Have you played them in your coaching uh, career with this team? And if so, you know, how has it kind of evolved from the last time you've played them? Like you said, with, uh, you know, Southern's coach being one of the best to ever do it and the, the schemes that he puts in place. How, how have some things kind of changed uh, over the years since you last faced Southern? Yeah, um, I think my our second year here, and the staff and I, we played Southern in a consolation game. We weren't in the playoffs yet, and uh, you know, we play, I think it was Pacheco's sophomore year, and uh, you know, we went to Southern and battled them, and uh, it was a close game. But you know, we lost a close one, like something maybe like nineteen to fourteen, something one of those deals. You know, it was close though, and uh, it was a well played game, and. You know, it's grass field, nice facilities. Um, they treat you extremely well there. I played uh, college football with Coach Donahue's son, who's the athletic director, um, Chucky Donahue Jr. So uh, he's a great guy, and uh, we've been in contact all this week. It's going to be a real good, uh, you know, football game. We have a lot of respect for one another. Um, we're, f- we're very friendly. Uh, Coach Donahue actually runs a quarterback wide receiver school in the summer and our guys attend that every year so um you know we have all the respect in the world for him and he respects us it's going to be a great atmosphere i know they're excited they have i think it's the first time they've been in a playoff since 2012 so um i'm sure they're all amped up and you know wanting to show people they're for real um but you know like i said looking forward to uh taking the trip to Manahawkin tomorrow and uh, playing a tough Southern team, and I feel like our guys are more than ready. Now, last year when you guys did get that first win, it was it was emotional for a lot of the guys to finally get over that hump. You know, they had been there, especially some of these seniors who had been there three straight years to kind of fall short, but then, boom, they get there. And then, you know, you head into the semifinals and you fall short to kind of have that, that taste for more, you know, that unfinished business kind of, you know mindset and mentality how much do you think that's going to factor in for some of these guys especially the seniors knowing that potentially this could be their final game in a violent high school uniform before thanksgiving yeah definitely i mean experience helps you know these kids have been battle tested we've played some of the best teams in the state and uh having that experience is going to help this crew and uh you know thinking about um being the last time you're going to be in the playoffs, hopefully it gives you that extra boost to, uh, you know, give it all you have. And I, I feel like they always give us everything they have, so I just, you know, I expect that to continue. Definitely, and this is a team that week in and week out, they kind of just leave it all out there. You know, they empty the tank, uh, you know, no matter who they're playing. And I think that's one, you know, big, bright, shining spot about this program is that no matter who's on that field, opposite of them, they're going to give it their 110% and leave everything they got out there. Um, you know, and for some of these other guys that we've talked about consistently, especially Jonathan Tony, been playing both sides of the ball really well. Uh, he's been continued just a, a game changer for this team on offense and defense. I expect to see, you know, 
just more repeat performances from him. How has he looked this week, and uh, how do you kind of see him contributing, uh, you know, in this game and being somebody that we could be talking about next week as well? Yeah, he looked great this week. Like I said, all of them look great. They have fresh legs. I mean, they got a nice little break. Um, they're focused. They're engaged. You know, they're processing everything that we've asked for them to. And, uh, you know, it's been a great week of practice, you know, and uh, we're looking forward to, you know, some competition. We're, we're you know, we had uh, eight weeks in a row, actually 10 with scrimmages. And, and uh, you know, you get a little break. You get hungry for that uh, live atmosphere as far as playing in a game like condition so uh you know the kids are ready to go um jonathan like you mentioned is doing excellent they're all doing excellent and um you know it's a good situation for these kids i got a great staff um we have a lot of respect for our players and they respect us back and it's a fun situation you know we don't scream at them we're not negative at all they're not negative and uh i feel like each year a kid goes through our program they get you know, more solid uh, mentally, and uh, they can start processing things better. And I feel like um, we do a real good job of building up their uh, their self confidence, because, uh, like I said, we're always positive. You know, I don't tolerate any negative talk uh, from anyone in the program. And um, you know, it's a good situation. You know, we we're trying to build something special here, and we're going to keep working working hard to continue that trend. Four versus five, Southern hosting Violent High School football. Friday night lights again. Uh, what can Violent High School fans expect in this, you know, playoff season from Violent football as it gets started uh, Friday night against Southern and hopefully continues on uh, even longer than last season did? And we look to get the second win in Violent High School football playoff history uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, you can expect our kids and, and the coaches to give it all they have and uh, go out there and, and do our best. And, um, you know, like I said, the kids have worked extremely hard throughout the season. They've had a great week of practice. And, uh, you know, you can expect a really, you know, good high-level game. It's two, you know, really good programs at this point going at each other. And um, I feel like both teams are well coached and um, have some really talented players on their team. So I expect you know, a highly competitive, you know, group five playoff game. And they're always the best. And, coaches, we always do. We wrap up uh, with our alumni segment. Before we started recording, we were talking about uh, the potential new Rutgers head coach being former Rutgers head coach, Greg Schiano. I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on that. And then, you know, if you've talked to Isaiah and Naeem about that, get their opinions on what that potential could be and just the rest of the guys that are uh, – you know, doing their thing at the NCAA level, and obviously Jamil's still kicking strong with the Rams. Yeah, you know, um, like I mentioned before, I really like Coach Ash. He's a great guy. He's a great coach. And um, in my opinion, if I was in a position of leadership at that university, I, if it wasn't working out with Coach Ash as the head coach, I might have said, hey, listen, is it possible maybe we get Coach Chiano in here? He could possibly be the head coach, and we'll, you still – maybe you know be the defensive coordinator because he knows his stuff and guess what he's under contract anyway you owe him eight and a half million dollars so maybe <laughs> man get something <laughs> get something out of it like i said i have a lot of res- respect for coach ash um i've never met coach Shiano, but i hear great things about him as well and you know we have two kids in that program we're just looking for them to 
you know, get things in order, whatever that may be, and uh, get back on the winning track because, you know, losing like they are is not fun for anyone. And, um, you know, you get the right thing, the right people in there. We've got a lot of talent in New Jersey. If you build up those facilities just to be the same as your competition, because guess what? When kids go on these recruiting trips and they see all these fabulous things, they want to go where the good stuff is. Right. Whatever whatever that may be. You know, I know they have, you know, extremely nice facilities, but I saw in one of the articles with Coach Gianna that he mentioned he wants top-notch facilities. You know, that's just to even the playing field. Right now it's not even. I mean, people have to understand the teams they're playing and what they have, and if you want to be able to compete on that level, you got to have at least – what the other schools have right one of them being penn state who is in the top four for the college football playoff like yeah and then the number one team ohio state that's who they have left they have to play ohio state and penn state (laughs) so i mean it doesn't talk about a any easy fight to right you know so you want to be a big time program you got to spend big time money and you got to you know i've been all over the country seeing uh the facilities at these division one schools and people go to Rutgers and see that bubble and they think that's pretty neat it's not that's outdated. It needs to, to be redone. They need to have their own area football team, like every other school I go to. You know, they have to have their own area. Right. Every team has their own Correct. facility. Correct. You got you know eighty to hundred guys or whatever it is on their teams. They, they got to have their own area. Um, you want to compete with these teams? You got to have the same facilities as those other schools do. And you know it'll start catching on. You got to be positive and see it through. But like I said. Really liked Coach Ash. Um, he's a great guy. You know, I still stay in contact with him. Yeah, and you guys built up quite the relationship. Yeah, too, no going doubt. through that recruiting process. No for, doubt. But I felt like maybe things could have been handled better. And he he he's a valuable asset. I mean, he's been at Wisconsin. He's been at Ohio. He was the Ohio State defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when they won the national championship. Yeah, so I I'm mean, not mistaken. He knows his stuff and. Um, Wherever he may land, whether it's in college or in uh, NFL, you know I'm a big fan of him, and we'll stay in touch, and hopefully we can send some guys to him in the future. But um, you know we have two guys at Rutgers, we want to see them do well, and um, it's the in-state school, and we'll support them, and um, I'm hoping they get that fixed sooner than later. Exactly, <laughs> you know, to have you know a guy like Greg Schiano as a potential you know replacement. He coached in the NFL, too, so he knows what it takes to get to even the next level and get the most out of his players as well. Yeah, he's a great player, and he's Italian, so I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been able to keep up with uh, you know, the rest of the guys playing at the collegiate level uh, throughout the past couple weeks as well? Yeah, um, I told you I got to see the Blakely brothers. It was awesome. Um, had a great day there. Fairleigh Dickinson's doing a nice job there. Um, Coach Cerise. Um, I was impressed with them, and I know that Fairleigh Dickinson plays um, Alvernia Saturday. I'd love to go, but fortunately I got to see um, them play a couple weeks ago because my son has a playoff game. The uh, Blitz varsity team won their playoff game last week against Winslow uh, 12-7, and uh, it was a great game. It was very exciting, so we're hoping we get all those kids in the red and gray in the near future, so uh, congratulations to them. So they play um, Clearview um, Saturday, so I'll be at that, you know, Blitz playoff game. But I'm um, trying to think. Mike Bachman still, you know, getting healthy, working on his, uh, I think it's his ankle that's bothering him. And then uh, Sandstone still has the same deal. He's, you know, trying to get healthy. He's probably, I think he's going to have 
um, surgery possibly yeah, on we the shoulder. Yeah, we were talking about that so, potentially um, happening. Yeah, so, uh, you know, our guys are doing great. Um, uh, DeAndre uh, Kennedy Toll is doing an awesome job at um, Montclair. So he's he's getting a lot of burn there now. His, his dad, uh, Dana, stays in touch with me, and uh, we're real excited about him as well. And like I said, the biggest thing I tell those guys every time I see him is finish. Finish what you started. Don't be a quitter. And, um, you know, it's great that you got into college and, you know, you have this opportunity, but don't blow it and finish, get your degree and, you know, better yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, over the bye week, I know Jamil was over in London and, uh, yeah. was keeping up on social media, seeing what he was doing. And, uh, he was fascinated by the squirrels in London because they're not afraid of humans over there. They just keep getting closer and closer. And Jamil wow. was, uh, quite shocked, kind of jumped out of his skin and, uh, that video that uh, I saw on his Instagram was absolutely hilarious. Uh, he had a blast in London, and uh, the Rams came away with a big win over there as well. So uh, I'm sure he's got plenty of stories from his time across the pond that uh, we'll have to dive into this offseason with him. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, real proud of him. It's unbelievable he's playing in the NFL, and um, obviously we're all big fans of him, and we want to see him do well. So uh We'll keep following him. Absolutely. And as always, guys, make sure you are following us on Twitter at UndergroundPHI and at VinelandFB. Stay up to date with everything going on in Friday night's playoff game. Uh, keep you up to date if you can't make it out to the game. And then to listen to this podcast, make you, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. You can also follow us on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. You can stream and follow us on iHeartRadio. And you can also subscribe on radio.com. Coach, best of luck tomorrow night as you guys head to Southern. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking about the second win in Violent High School football playoff history next week uh, after a big Violent win. Yeah, I appreciate it, Kyle. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, that that comes to, fru to fruition here and um, we do get that big win. So I appreciate it. This has been a playoff edition of the Dan Russo Show right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Coach Russo, I'm Kyle. We are signing off. Just a kid from the neighborhood Where our kids from a neighborhood Take me back to 96 I fall asleep with the radio on I'll be ready come the daylight I woke up saying it's about time We're late.